Hello, friends. This is Colette Marie, and you're dialed into the Unconventional Yogi Podcast, Real Content, Real Talk. Today's topic is the concept of forgiveness, part two of this two-part series. The first part, we talked about what forgiveness essentially is, and to conclude that bit before we get into what it is not, I would like to quote Nancy Collier saying in Psychology Today, quote, forgiveness ultimately is about freedom. We need someone, when we need someone else to change in order for us to be okay, we are a prisoner. In the absence of forgiveness, we're shackled to anger and resentment, uncomfortably comfortable in our misbelief that non-forgiveness rights the wrongs of the past and keeps the other on the hook, and that by holding on to that hook, there's still hope that we might get the empathy we crave, and that the past might somehow feel okay. When our attention is focused outward on getting the other to give us something so that we can feel uh, feel peace, we're effectively bleeding out, not only on our own power, but also our capacity for self-compassion. What we want from the other, the one we can't forgive, is most often love. Forgiveness is ultimately about choosing to offer ourselves love, and with it, freedom. Man. Mm. Right? Damn. That's good. That's some good stuff right there, y'all. Mm. I want to read that. I'm sorry. I want to read that last bit, that last phrase. Forgiveness is ultimately about choosing to offer ourselves love and with it, freedom. See, I think the misconception is that when we talk about the act of forgiveness, that we're thinking about, oh, it's for the other person. No, it ain't. It is kind of, but no, no, Mm -mm. nope. Forgiveness is for our mental well-being and our energetic well-being and our heart's health heart health you know we think of heart health we think we think of cardiac health well energetic heart health our hearts need health in that we let our heart heal for our own benefit we are the beneficiaries of the process of forgiveness we are the beneficiaries of the process of forgiveness. I'm going to say that one more time. We are the direct beneficiaries of the process and the act of forgiveness. Don't worry about the other person. Don't worry about them. Let, you know, all that thought and energy you're putting into thinking about what they did, let that go. Seriously. Remember I was mentioning currency and we stuck a pencil in that last podcast. This is thought currency. This is, this is money. Pretend your thoughts cost a dollar. Okay, and you're thinking about the other person, let's say, 5,000 times in the day. Well, shit, that's $5,000, right? Is my math right? $1 times 5,000 thoughts? That's five Gs, y'all. That's like giving that person five grand of your hard-earned money uh, of thoughts, right? If we were to take our thoughts and make it into currency. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give my money away like that. So when I put it into financial terms, because look, 
we all adhere to money. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like Wu-Tang said, uh, cash rules everything around me. So I'm going to use the, the analogy of money and that your thoughts are currency and that every time you think about that other person, you just gave that person a dollar. You know, you might as well just physically go over to that person in person and just break off 10 G's for 10,000 thoughts that you thought about that other person. Rather, hang on to your ducats and think about yourself instead, right? Take that money, that $5,000 or that $10,000 worth of thoughts and reinvest that money into your own mental well-being and physical well-being and energetic well-being boom right you're you're reinvesting into yourself because you are worth the investment right that's money that you can get back uh a return on your investment that's money in the bank right there so when you think about the focus and the attention that you put on to someone else bring it back circle it back to you again bring it back to you and what you need to do for you It's about you. It's a you game. It's you for you. Because when you take care of yourself, you win. Everybody else is winning. Everyone else benefits because you're benefiting from the work that you're doing for yourself. That's it. It's not about looking at them and wishing them well and, oh, I wish them well and I hope they have a great life. Damn all that. I never said that. That is not forgiveness either. Forgiveness is not creating some weird scenario in your head that you have to wish these people well and give them uh, unconditional love and compassion and ah, what? No, if that's what you want to do, that if you feel compelled to do all that, hey, more power to you. No one's stopping you. Do your thing. This podcast probably isn't for you anyway, then. If you're already doing that, then you're ahead of the curve. But if that's not, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking that that's something that you are just not going to be doing, it's okay. Because that's not what forgiveness is all about in the grand scheme. What you can do instead of thinking that way, because it's not even natural to do it. I, I don't believe it's natural. I, I don't look at the people that have harmed me like, oh, I hope, they, I hope they're okay and I wish them well and much success. Mm-mm. I don't look at them like that. I might think to myself, I don't think anything. You know what? I don't think anything. That is the key for me. Colette does not think about the people that harmed her or caused her wrong. I don't think about them. They're not even a single thought in my damn mind at this point. Mm, let me let me um let me get into that real quick. Uh, a friend of mine once said to me, another friend, not the friend from before in the podcast, a different person said to me, Colette, hate is not the opposite of love. Indifference is. Now at the time he said that, I thought, what? What are you talking about, sir? Hate is the opposite of love. Hate, no, and then you hear things like, oh, love and hate, thin line between love and hate. And that, you know, our emotional hate means that we hate them. No, it's love. It's just a different frequency. It's just kind of distorted. Hate is a distorted love frequency. And so I used to feel that way about people. And then when he expressed it that way, I thought, well, man, mm, what? Indifference? What does that even mean? Well, it means nothing. 
Exactly. It means nothing. You're not thinking anything. You don't feel anything. You don't think anything. You have you harbor zero energy, feeling, thought, anything for that individual that caused you harm. You see them. You feel nothing. It's as if they are just a they're an entity in the background of your life. That's it. You don't have to. You don't owe them anything. They can just be there, and you're there, and that's it. That's all. Simple. But yet not simple. So I get that the idea of this is foreign, potentially. So with time come with time comes a, a, an amount of space for which you can then siphon through all of your feelings, siphon through the things that have brought you this or that feeling, siphon through the, the anger, the resentment, just get, you know, just process all that push through it figure that out you know do what you got to do I don't know take up boxing you know talk to a good friend maybe therapy is the way to go I don't know go for a long hike in the woods in my case I engaged with ayahuasca plant medicine uh, rituals a few times and that really was the thing that did the trick for me but that was what I did for myself I'm not suggesting that that's something that you do for yourself what I'm suggesting instead is find the right path that works for you that is suitable for you in the end with time there shouldn't be a thought for the other person that's the thing that's the trick indifference it's not hate it's indifferent you're being indifferent you, you don't harbor anything for that individual or that circumstance. There's nothing left to give. You've given what you need to give for yourself for you to forgive for for the giving of yourself to yourself. Think about that word. Forgive. You're giving for you. You don't have to give for them. You're giving for yourself. Forgive yourself. Give for yourself. Do what you need to do to make sure that you're okay in your own mind and heart and whatnot because it's not about them per se. And when you do that, you make the effort to go ahead and make the the things that had happened to you in the past fade out into the background that you become the beneficiary of the very work that you're putting into making yourself a better version of yourself and stronger and more pliable, flexible, meaning that you are able to bend in the harshest wind possible. You can stand in the middle of a darn tornado in your mind and weather the storm and be okay at the end of it. That you're not uh, you're not beholden to any person anymore. That you're free from that individual. That is forgiveness. Being free from that person in your mind. In your mind. Because, you know, you can move to another part of the country and never have to see that individual in my case, with most, with all of my exes, for the most part, I don't have to see him. I don't have to see anybody physically. You know, I, I don't have, I don't have to do that. Now, uh, it's different when you have children. Now that takes on a different layer of, of understanding and, and having to do some extra work because there is an entity for which you have to co-parent. And I certainly am not in a position to tell you how to manage that because I do not have children with any of my past people. But based on other people's sharing of their personal experiences with me, I've learned a great deal. And 
for those individuals, they have to work through their feelings every day that they have to co-parent with the other individual that they have been wronged by um, and they are living near or have to see on a regular basis. So it's it's in your face a lot more often. It's easier for someone when the person's not in front of them. Uh, but it's a lot difficult, more difficult for if the person is right there within close proximity. So you have to do a little extra work on that point. And, and again, all the other concepts still apply. Because in time, theoretically and presumably, you could look at that person as, as they are for what they are and not think another thing about it. You share a child with them. You're raising a child together. You do have to engage with that person. You still have to get involved with them. Or maybe it's a parent that you're having to look in after and you have siblings and maybe one sibling you don't get along with. I don't know. There are a plethora of circumstances where people that we have felt wrong by are within close range and close proximity and probably are in our lives on a regular basis that we have to really work with. And then there are circumstances where those people aren't there in our face. No matter how you cut it, work is involved for yourself, for the giving of your own mental freedom, right? For the giving of your own energetic freedom, for the giving of your own physical well-being. Forgive yourself. Forgiving the other person comes as a byproduct at some level from you benefiting from the work that you're doing from yourself for yourself so stop making the other person the object of the process put that person to the side for the, for the moment table them for a moment shelf put them on the shelf you know let them just sit there right and then think about all of the things that you could do for yourself energetically emotionally psychologically physically See, this is why mind-body practices do help out. You know, they're not, the, they're not the answer, but it's just another tool in the toolbox that you could use for yourself, whether that's meditation, tai chi, long walks on the beach, I don't know, long walks in a park, bicycle riding, because those are mind-body practices too. Swimming, that's a mind-body practice as well. Uh, qigong, mind-body practice. I don't, you know, find the thing that's an outlet for you to process yourself for yourself as one thing self-medicating I believe is not the answer some people self-medicate because it helps buffer the the blow of emotional output I get it I did that too in the past it's not as helpful as you as you might believe it to be it actually helps to boost the anxiety and feelings of depression and anger and resentment rather than to to um, siphon them out and to process through them. So I hope that this information was very useful. I don't know if it was all the way useful, but I'm hoping that it, that you were able to extrapolate something from both of these podcasts because forgiveness is not about the other person. It's about you and how you are able to cope and move through and move forward in your life. Again, this is about forward movement. It's about forward movement. It's about moving forward to the next thing. But but there's there's the stuff that you have to do while you're moving forward to help continue to push you forward. That's the that's the trick. And so thank you for tuning in to the Unconventional Yogi podcast with your truly Colette Marie, real content, real talk. Thank you.